0: Hello, and welcome to the Flourish Your Faith podcast, the official podcast for Flourish Your Faith Ministries. It features talks from our events, interviews, and discussions with staff members. We hope you'll enjoy. Listen in to what the Lord has for you. This week's episode features the first half of a talk that Joe Pellegrino gave at Flourish Your Faith Conference 2022. I really enjoyed it because Joe is extremely insightful and shares a lot of tips um, that are really easy to remember for navigating through life with the Lord and for avoiding the attacks of the enemy. Joe Pellegrino is a men's pastor, author, speaker, and a certified professional life coach. He's the president and founder of Legacy Minded Men, whose mission is to transform men's lives by encouraging and equipping them to build a Christ centered legacy. He has made numerous media appearances and co authored several books, including Safe at Home, Transformed, and That's My Dad. Joe and his wife, Beth Ann, have three children. I really hope that you enjoy this just as much as I did.
1: I am so glad I could still do that. (laughs) I was in Cuba several years ago, and I was preaching a message, and I had a shirt that I wanted to give to the pastor to honor him. And as I stepped down, I didn't see there was a second step. And I literally fell into him. (laughs) Of course, I had to make it part of the message, though, right? So I'm glad I could still do that. Hey, let me tell you about a woman on a Sunday morning. Getting ready for church, she realizes her son is not up yet. So she does what so many moms do. Jimmy! Let's go get ready. We're going to church. And Jimmy yells down, I'm not going. And she said, what do you mean you're not going? He said, I'm not going. Give me two reasons why I should go. She said, well, Jimmy, number one, you're 58. (laughs) And number two, you're the pastor. (laughs) Today, I've been asked to share my testimony with you, but I cannot share a testimony without bracketing it with a beginning and an end. You see, that's truth. Jimmy and the life of a woman who's begging her son to go. That's truth. I'm going to rush to the end of my message now, and I'm going to be a spoiler and I'm going to give you the entire summation of my talk in one divine word. You see, I believe there are two divine words in the English language, two. First, this one. This one provides us with the success formula for life. How many of you read self-help books? How many of you are not admitting to the fact that you're reading self-help books? Well, let me tell you something. You'll never have to read another self-help book after I give you the success formula. This is called a poetic pause. The word is joy. How many of you know there's a difference between happiness and joy? Happiness is circumstantial, joy radiates within regardless of the circumstances around us. But is that why it's a divine word? No. You see, this simple three-letter word provides us with the success formula for life. I promise you, you follow this formula. And at the end of the day, you will hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant. Are you ready? I'm going to give you the success formula. Are you ready? Yes. J. Jesus. Oh. Others. I see some people are trying to steal my thunder here. <laughs> <laughs> and number 3. You. Jesus first, others second, you third. You think that may be in contrast to the way the world is telling us today? Okay. Well, let's do something right now. Could you guys put that first slide up on the screen? I have a question for you. Maybe the second slide. Tell me something. What's missing from this image? Go to the next slide, please. Is it two lines going across? Is it two lines crossed? Or is it the circle? How many of you would say the first one? How many would say the second? How many would say the third? Okay. Next one, please. You're all wrong. (laughs) There was nothing missing. What I just did, as I led you down a path, I led you to a place that I wanted you to go. Again, turn on the news any night, depending on what channel, they're leading you to a place. The world is leading us to a place. You see something? We are believing a lie. We are believing a lie. And the reality is most likely you've been tricked into the believing a lie. You see, there is an identity thief out there and his name is S-A-T-A-N. His only role is to steal your God-given identity. He wants your identity. Folks, we cannot let this happen. Just like the pastor in the opening story, he had no clue who he was. We need an awakening. And Lord willing, today, if he uses me in the right way, that will happen. So would you please, before I enter into this message, would you pray with and for me? Father God, you are awesome in every way. Father, what you did with a man (laughs) who has no business being up on this stage right now is just amazing to me. Father, you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You are our identity. When we know you, (laughs) Lord, we can understand joy. So Father, I just pray right now that every word, that cometh from my mouth, be from the power of the spirit that you placed within me when you came into my heart and into my life. No, Joe, he's not welcome here. So come, Holy Spirit, come. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You guys doing okay today? I'll tell you, what a phenomenal message this morning. Was that awesome? I was really, really blessed by it. We're, we're talking about holiness, right? So um, Leviticus 11.45 says, I am the Lord who brought you out of Egypt so that you can worship me. I have therefore made you holy because I am holy. Be holy because I am holy. You see, God wanted his people, these Israelites, to be holy just as he is holy. And holy, as we know, means to be set apart, to be different, to be unique. Let me give you an example. On the count of three, would you do me a favor? Would you please tell me what your favorite food is? One, two, yell it. One, two, real. Uh, see, hold on. You see, now you led these people, so everybody's gonna say pizza now. One, two, three. Okay, hold on. Favorite sports team, and if you don't like a sports team, name your favorite cook. One, two, three. God that keeps jumping the gun here (laughs) hey do me a favor on the count of three i want you to tell me who your savior is one two three okay i didn't hear the first two answers i heard blurs but i heard the third one you know what that tells me that tells me we are all different we are all unique God created us unique. How cool is that? He literally crafted you in your mother's womb to be unique, to be set apart for him. You see, the Israelites had two choices and God knew this. Number one, they could serve him and be holy. Or number two, they could follow and walk down the road of their pagan friends. And therefore, turn away from him. And you know how we know this? Because how many entered the promised land from the original group? Joshua and, and Caleb. Only two. God saw that were, they love me. Moses didn't even get there. But God took him to the top of the mountain right before he took his life. And he showed him the promised land. You know something? I want... (laughs) Oh, fun crowd. I like this. I like this. You know all those fun laws in Leviticus? Okay, I got a question. How many of you actually ever read Leviticus 1 to Leviticus end? Completely. Okay. How many didn't want to read it? (laughs) Every word that cometh from the mouth of God is important. You see, Leviticus gives us laws, and the reason why God gives us laws is so that we can keep them, keep us on the right pace, and be holy because He is holy. He sets us apart. The reality is, those laws are also there to point us to the fact that we can't do it alone. We need the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Christians at the same time are also called to be holy. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 15, it says, but just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do for it is written, be holy because I am holy. It is no easy task to live a holy life in this world. Therefore, we need something, we need help. And we know that that help only comes from the son of God who comes into our life and leaves a deposit with us for his, when he comes back. And that person is called the Holy spirit. The Holy spirit is there to enforce and, and challenge us to go down the right road, specifically when we're going down the wrong road Too to many of us have forgotten or have never heard the fact that we've been set apart. Honestly, before you came here, seriously, how many of you had heard you were set apart? Wow, wow. Today you know the truth, and I believe there's a. Somebody once said, "And the truth will." See, stealing my lines again. That's just right. <laughs> well, if you've never heard that you're set apart. I want to tell you why you were set apart. You see, God set us apart for purpose. Every single one of us here today has been set apart for purpose. And and I believe that there exists two types of purpose. The first one is for every Christian Every single Christian is set apart for this type of purpose. And we find it in Luke chapter 10, verse 27, which says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Love the Lord your God, love yourself. Very important because that allows us now to love our neighbor. But it's because it's a triangle. God is on the top. We're over here and the neighbors are right here. The reality is that's what we're called to do. Love the Lord your God. Love ourselves and love our neighbor. And then number two is found in Matthew chapter uh, uh, nine, 28, verses 19 and 20, which we know as the Great Commission. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the end of the day, to the end of the age. Okay, so we know to love the Lord our God. We know to, to love ourselves and we know to love our neighbor. We also know that we're to share the truth about him, and not only just share and notch our bell, but now to walk that person through discipleship. That is our general purpose. See, the first type of purpose, general purpose. But did you know, this is exciting. I wish I had a drum right now. Thank you very much. See, people, some people are really sharp. The second type of purpose is called specific purpose. Specific purpose, which is found, and I believe um, we heard it this morning, it's found in Ephesians 2.10. You are God's workmanship, crafted in Christ Jesus to do good works, which I prepared in advance for you to do. A specific purpose. God you for a specific purpose. Guess what? Your purpose is not my purpose. It's not D- Doug's purpose and it's not Jenny's purpose. It's your purpose. And I firmly believe with every fiber of my being that if we believe the lie of the identity thief, we can never, ever get there. And let me tell you something. When you are not seeking out your purpose. When you are not able to recognize that God built purpose in us and our role is to find what that purpose is, you are robbing yourself. You're stealing from God. And listen to this, you're robbing others. Let me give you an example. In a car, by the way, I know nothing about cars. So if you question what I'm about to say, just tell, talk to my guy that was in a cubicle that I, I was talking to about this. I wanted to confirm this. I said this. If a spark plug is not firing, will the car run? Will it run efficiently? Why? Because a cylinder is not working. We're one cylinder down. That's the same thing with us. If we are not seeking out our purpose in Christ and putting it into action, did you notice that? Putting it into action. There's one thing to know. There's a whole other thing to do. We are robbing others because we're that spark plug in their life. And that's a shame because there are so many people out there that if they simply recognized The purpose is not just, well, the purpose is not for you. It's to glorify God. And when you glorify God, you are helping others. Remember, Jesus, others, and you. Now, why are we being robbed of our purpose? Simply because we don't understand the power of being set set apart. This football. This football is where we want to be. We want to look like this football. Here's the. All right. I don't. Yeah, I'm, telling you, I'm just really telling you. It's supposed to be a holy group. I don't know. What you mean. But this is the way we really look. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on, because you don't know where I'm going yet, all right? You see, I know this better than anybody. All I did in the beginning of my life was I tried to make the ball look good. I wanted it to look good on the outside. Guess what? When life came, there was nothing there is what I wanted, but I didn't know. Thank you for know.
0: listening to this episode of the Flourish Your Faith podcast. We release this. an episode every two weeks. I desperately for wanted For more information this, on our ministry or here. to donate, please visit our website at www.flourishyourfaith.org.
1: I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on the rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. That's me. That's what he did. I was the guy he pulled out of the murky muck.